This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. But most of all, Father, we just ask you to bless this day in a special way. Ask you to move upon thy people that you would have to hear your word. Open up their ears of understanding, not just the natural ear, but the ear of the heart. And Father, we ask you to deal with that one, that one that discouraged today. Allow me to say something to encourage their heart that they may want to go forth and do and be that which you would have me to do and be. And Father, we ask you to bless me Father, that I might decrease and you may increase in my life, that I might not teach according to what I feel, what I believe, but what your word have said. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. I thank God for you, you, and especially you. Today, we thank God for being uh, able to come in the city, amen, and uh, no hurt, harm, and dangers come to us coming down, believing God that he's going to bless and going back, amen. And I thank God for those of you that I heard from, the few that we heard from. I tell you what, and we got a, and I'm not just saying that we got a Bible study, um, going good on Tuesday night on Facebook. Amen. Amen. And and we are talking about uh, what the people uh, say, uh, believe, uh, been teaching about uh, marriage and, and how that you should go back to your first wife or your first husband, and the Bible says different. And, and uh, if we're going to obey the Bible, we might, we have to obey the whole Bible, not just 
a few scriptures that uh, we like, and we sometimes love to do that. We hold to a couple of scriptures, and we ignore the other scripture. The other scriptures doesn't mean anything to us because we feel, well, that's not us, and it ain't for me. You know, it's the same way that uh, if you talk to uh, people that say God told them to do this or God told them to do that, and what they will do, they would ignore the Bible, the other scriptures. They really will. They would ignore them. Why? Because that ain't for them. No, no, no. God called them to do this or to do that. And what happens is it, it becomes a confusing thing. Yes, it does. It really does. And uh, uh, because it becomes a confusing thing, then a lot of people lose out. They lose out because why? They, they go according to what they feel, what they think, and what they believe. They are not going according to the scriptures. And when we don't go according to the scriptures, believers, it, it winds up being a problem. Oh, yes, it winds up being a problem. Uh, and that have always been. God has a way, and then the, the devil has a way. And when we do it according to uh, the devil, amen, as he confronted Eve and told Eve, oh, God knows that if you do this, if you do that, you're going to be this or you're going to be that. And, and in essence, uh, what happened? What happened? And then is he began to uh, what uh, push his will over God's will, and see once we see him pushing his will over God's will, that creates a problem. I know we don't believe that, and and I know it. I know it because. Uh, certain things, and I can honestly say I have followed through on that. Being wrong is two left shoes, but trying to make myself be right according to what James Ware want to be right. But in actuality, God is right. The Bible says, let God be true and every man be a liar. And that's where the problem come in. We don't want us to be uh, 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 filled. We don't want us to be telling the field. We we want. I mean, we don't. We don't want. We want to be right, and we want God to be wrong, and that's the sad thing. And then we take scriptures out of context to prove our point to say that this is right. Kind of like. Uh, um, uh, Abraham and uh, uh, Sarah, when God had told them that they was going to have this child to bring forth and to do this and to do that, lo and behold, uh, Sarah decided, uh, I got a better way, honey. 
baby, sweetheart, I have a better way. What way you got, honey? I, 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 I need to hear it. Oh, the better way that I have is that uh, I uh, know that God know I'm too old. And if God know I'm too old, guess what? I believe that he got his hand made. Now, that would make more sense to me. Think about it, honey. Think about it, sweetheart. And all of a sudden, Abraham said, well, now, you approve of it. If you believe that to be right, then guess what? You might be right because we know you can't have no more children at this age that you're at, and that sounds pretty good to me. Well, lo and behold, Ishmael, she gave Abraham his uh, uh, handmaid, gave her to go into her, and lo and behold, the child was born uh, from that illegitimate relationship, uh, which was Ishmael, which child of the flesh, according to the book of Galatians. He was born of the flesh. He was born to prove, uh, to do, to please the flesh. It wasn't about pleasing God. So, but because it was Abraham's seed, uh, God blessed that child in a way, but he was, every man was against him. So, he was against every man, and that's why we got all this turmoil in the Middle East. It's just the brothers fighting against the brothers' seeds, on and on and on. Now, uh, in Abraham's mind, in Abraham's mind, he thought that was a good plan. Yes, that was a good plan, but that ain't what God said. And because it wasn't what God said, then guess what? It messed up whole society. Now, some of us doing the same thing. We, it might not be in uh, uh, a child. It might not be in that. But it may be in something else. You have a plan, and your plan is better to you. Okay, to you, your plan is better than waiting on God's plan. So instead of you saying, well, we're going to do it this way, or we're going to wait on God and see if God's going to bless us to do it that way or whatever, you say, no, 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 we're going to do it this way. And then when the problems come, but wait a minute, God, you told me this. You told me that. Well, how come I'm having problems? It's because you didn't do it according to what God's will, God's plan. I promise you, God's will, God's plan will override the, the, tr uh, the, the one that's walking in error or moving in error. When we see what God says, I promise you, then we can come out of the wilderness. 
we and, and coming out of the wilderness. See, in the wilderness, God, when God set you free, when God saved you, and when God convicted you, ever how you want to put it, when God did this, God did this for a special reason, a plan in your life. Why? Because he loved it, you. And he knew that you was a vessel of honor. But we are not moving in the vessel being of honor. We are moving in the vessel of dishonor. And because dishonor vessel is, uh, we are bringing him to an open shame. No, 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 no. We was brought out of Egypt. We was delivered out of Egypt, folk. You was in sin. You was, uh, I, I know you thought you was doing what you want to do, but the devil had control of you. And he was causing you to do this, to do that, and go in a form of godliness. Oh, yeah. You went on, listen to me. You went in a form of godliness when you were listening to the enemy. Yes, it was a form of godliness. You know why it was a form of godliness? Because you had conviction about certain things. Come on now, think about it. Your buddies could do this. Your friends would do that. But you say, no, 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 no. You had conviction. So God saw the conviction. And when God saw the conviction, he began to tug at your heart. He began to put someone in your life to tell you, look, you don't need to go in that direction. You need to be uh, what God have called you to be. So lo and behold, you begin to feel like, man, I'm, the life I'm living is not right. Guess what? Then God put somebody else, whether you went to church or whether somebody witnessed to you, because of they doing that, then you decide, I need to repent. Why? I mean, I ain't no bad person. I'm not doing a whole lot of this and a whole lot of that. But you knew that what you was doing wasn't right. So, therefore, you knew you need Christ in your life. Now, I know, come on, brother rings, I know, I know some of you are saying, well, brother, well, you just should have said, Yahshua, Wahamashiach, you should have said, Yah, you should have said the Most High, you should have said, oh, that don't mean nothing, bruh. You first got converted. You first got saved by calling on the name of Jesus, the Christ. Think about it. Oh, yeah, you said, well, but I ain't have knowledge, and God dealt with me when I was ignorant, but now I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant. I, 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 I have wisdom, and because I got wisdom, then guess what? I got to obey God. I got to tell the people that they using the wrong name. But that name was able to save you, wasn't it? That name was able to deliver you, wasn't it? Why? Because of the fact that it was dealing with your heart. 
it wasn't just a head knowledge. See, when we got head knowledge, yeah, we can come up with this, we can come up with that, and we all grow. Listen to me, listen to me, believers. When I came into Baptist Church, uh, when I got converted, listen, I was doing just what everybody else told me to do, but then I saw that they weren't doing right. So I began to see certain things in the scriptures and God began to uh, uh, carry me in a different uh, uh, cycle. He began to bless me in this scriptures and that scripture. He began to give me, and, and I began to ask my pastor, well, how come that thing just tugged at my heart? How is Jesus saying that they crucified him on Friday and rose on a Sunday morning? And then we say that three days and three nights. That was the first question I really had. And I just couldn't figure it out. I kept counting, kept counting. I couldn't get three days. Even if I do two days for Friday, uh, I still couldn't get it right because he rose uh, that Sunday morning before daybreak. That's why they had sunrise served. You know? So guess what? I began to question my pastor. My pastor said, well, uh, Brother Ware, uh, they didn't have days like we have them now. They had, but it was seven days, right, in a week. Yeah, but they don't count days like we do. Uh, okay, so how, how do they count them, Pastor? Don't worry about that. The fact is that he rose. But guess what? That could not rest in Brother Ware's spirit. No, ma'am. No, sir. I wasn't trying to be rebelling. I just thought that if we got the Bible and we're going by the Bible, shouldn't we obey that which we know to obey? So guess what? I said, no, no, no. And I began to search. I didn't condemn him. Listen, that fellowship that, that God had me to be converted in, it was there for a purpose because that man loved me enough to invite me to the fellowship so I can hear you got what you want, but you lost what you had. Listen to me, believers. See, a lot of times we get too smart for ourselves. No, 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 no. I'm not telling nobody to compromise. I wouldn't dare tell you to compromise. But I would say we need to quit being so smart till we outsmart ourselves. Nobody is getting saved. Nobody is getting delivered. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Listen, I don't think, let me, let me, let me, let me go back here. I was finna go somewhere. But I don't think that none of us is doing what, what Christ was doing. And yet he uh, was uh, teaching uh, in the midst and letting them know, look here, no, 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 no. We, um, this is the scriptures. The scripture is being fulfilled. So, so therefore, uh, while he was saying this and saying that, he yet did that look. 
Let uh, no man, when he has a light, a candle, he cover it. He don't cover it. No. He, uh, uh, and he put it with, uh, cover it with the vessel. Uh, listen, put it, uh, it upon the bed. He don't put the counter under the bed. No, no, no. He don't do that. What? He put it up so it can give life. He put it up so that the peoples can be able to see. That's the purpose for lighting the count. Hold up. How come you're telling me the purpose of what God is doing in your life is giving you all this knowledge and only thing it is to condemn? It should be the bring sinners to repentance. See, when we bring sinners to repentance, then therefore uh, peoples can be converted. We are not concerned about peoples being converted no more. Uh, uh, well, we don't act like it, whether we are whether we are. We're more concerned about uh, peoples uh, getting to in the same direction that we are at. Let me tell you something. I believe wholeheartedly in the commandments of God, but I believe that Jesus summed them up in the fifth chapter in the 17th verse that if if a person loving God with all their heart, soul, body, mind, and loving their neighbor as thyself, I can't deal with nothing else. I have to know my question is to them, are you really loving God with all your heart, soul, body, mind? See, it's not a, a, a great thing to pressure this, and, and it's folks need to be saved. It's folks not going in the way that the Lord would have them to go. And you see it all around. Some of you got family. You say, but brother, where well, I tell my family, they don't want to hear me. They may not, but you know what? You can drop a seed. It used to be folks dropped seeds. Now, they didn't have a lot of education. They didn't know how to do this, how to do that. But you know what? They had the love of God. Remember that when, listen, this is what I love the way Christ. The Bible says here in Luke, the fourth chapter, 18 verse, he said, And the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he have anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor and has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Man, how many brokenhearted folk, the folks that's preaching and teaching, they brokenhearted. But uh, uh, let me let me get back to what I was reading because I'm making a point. All right. Uh, preach the gospel to the poor and has sent me to heal the broken heart and to preach deliverance unto the captive and recover the sight to the blind. Wow. And set at liberty those that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And of course, we know that he closed the book. And when he closed the book, uh, and he gave it again to the ministers, gave the, the book back to the minister. 
See, you got to understand, they didn't have the New Testament, so he gave the, the Torah back to the minister, and the eyes of all them went, uh, wait a minute, uh, he gave them again unto the ministers and sat down, and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue was fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ear. Wow. Wow. The scripture is fulfilled this day in their ears. You know why? Because he was doing the very thing that he was telling uh, that he said he did. He yet. We are not healing the brokenhearted. As I say, a whole lot of the preachers, they preaching with brokenhearted and broken mind and broken everything. You want to be truthful. And, and, and I don't see that the gospel is being preached to the poor. Yes, I hear finance, finance this, but the finance is not the gospel, folk. When a person get converted, you know what? I can look at my life. Before I got converted, uh, I was borrowing money every, uh, every week, uh, usually Monday or Tuesday, I'm borrowing money. Why? Because the devil done had me to waste my money during the weekend and, and, and then what little bills I did pay, the few bills I did pay, then guess what? Uh, 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 I had to uh, wind up getting more money to, to carry me through the week. So when I heard the gospel, when the gospel was preached to me, I was able to take a little bit of money, the little bit, the little bit, uh, a money that I had, the same little bit, but that little bit did a whole lot more. Somebody said, yeah, because you were paying your time, Brother Ware. No, 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 because I had the gospel preach to the poor. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Amen. And I'm believing God that we're going to go further, a higher heights, in a deeper depth in God's Word. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will.
If you have a desire to have questions or comment, you can reach me at 404-355-8699. I was putting to give my telephone number, but it's 404-355-8699. Question or comment. But we just... Thank God for what God is doing. I thank God for uh, the word I heard uh, today uh, at uh, at uh, a particular program came on. It was really uh, uplifting. And you know, a lot of times, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm learning. We got to be concerned about sinners more so than we are ourselves. Uh, as when uh, Jesus said that he came to set the captive free. Captive of what? Whatever sin have you bound. See, a lot of people are bound by sin, and we take it for granted. We, we look at it in a different way, and... You know, we can see a person that's cross-dressing. We'll say, well, that person just bound by that, that demon spirit. But what about the person that's liking that person? We don't see that he or she is just as bad off. Or the person that's uh, uh, drinking, uh, I mean, I should say drinking or using drugs. We see that person in is in bad shape, but we don't look at the person that's giving that particular person or uh, selling that particular person the drugs and uh, uh, alcohol. That person is in just as bad a shape because he or she, have made money their God. And they don't care about messing up somebody's life that have, they have no effect on them. Uh, as long as I'm getting money from it, then guess what? I'm not worrying about it. So really and actually, they have made money their God. So money have became the source of their livelihood. That, and, and it's sad. We don't even brought that same spirit in the church. 
We got it in the church, believers. Uh, the preacher ain't concerned about the peoples or what they are doing. He's concerned about how many is giving their 10% and then saying that you are cursed with a curse, which the Bible doesn't say that uh, to the people. They don't read that to the people. When you go back, yes, you should give to God. Now, don't get me uh, uh, talking about, well, uh, no, you don't have to. No, you give to God, but not necessarily to a particular church building or a particular ministry. Uh, the, The truth of the matter is, that a lot of people's give wrong anyway. They're giving wrong anyway. And, and why you say that, Brother Well, They're giving for the wrong reason. It's no different than the person playing the lottery. You are no different. A lot of people's, and I, and I know you say, Brother Well, you're all over the place. This, I, I know, I am. That's where I'm at today, all right? So bear along with me. But you are no different than a person playing the lottery. You know why I say that? You are uh, playing, giving, so God can bless you. You are not giving from the uh, freedom of your heart, your mind. You are not thankful that God gave it to you, so therefore, you are doing that. And then that scripture that they use in Malachi 3 and 8 is so wrong to use it. That is not talking about the church of God. Nowhere you can put that there. And I'm not going back there because I'm not uh, teaching on the uh, tithing. But what I am saying, it is sad that where we are at today, we are... We have did the same. We are doing the same thing of the peoples of the world. We are trying to convince people that what we have is better than anybody else. And so uh, because we are better than anybody else, then you need to be in minds. Well, why not show signs? Why not let the people see? Like I said, when Jesus did this, he wouldn't say, look here, y'all better get it together. He just said, no, this that I read uh, from the scriptures, uh, the scripture is being fulfilled in your eye and your understanding. Well, I read from uh, the where it was from Isaiah 49th chapter in the um, eighth verse. So, Guess what? He was just bringing the the Torah back up to them because, like I say, they didn't have Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and so on. They didn't have the gospel. They didn't have all the, the 27 of the books of the New Testament. No, no, no. They had others. As the church grow, as the uh, resurrection of Christ took place, and the church received the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecostal, and that's another saying, but I ain't, I'm not adventuring into that. 
But after the church began to be established, the Bible say that it was added to the church daily. Now, let me ask you something. How is it that we go to church? Uh, I shouldn't say we. You're going to, ch- well, I shouldn't say you. Most of you going to church once or twice a week, and you're feeling justified. You're feeling that, well, I done did my duty now because I don't went to church. But guess what? The Bible says in the book of Acts, uh, they continually, daily, daily, every day they was going from house to house and breaking bread and ministering the gospel. When the church was established, it wasn't no just, well, let me, let me read it. Uh, in Acts, the second chapter, this after the Pente- uh, day of Pentecost had came. Acts, the second chapter, and uh, the 46th verse, it said, And they continue uh, with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness. Oh, in singleness of heart, they had a mindset, man, what we got, man, we need something that that you all to get on board. That's why the church, uh, they began to be persecuted. That's why they can endure persecution and yet stand. We can't even do going without uh, light bill money, uh, rent money, or car payment. We fall to pieces. Why? Because we have not centered around being obedient to the Word of God and allowing the Word of God to, to bless us. It ain't about that no more. It's about trying to prove that your church is not right, mine is. Your ministry is not wrong, and mine is. But the truth of the matter is Christ need to be glorified and not only glorified and lived. Yes, and live. We leave that part out. And the reason we leave that part out because that will hit home to us. See, when we go to saying, uh, you know, I, we should live a certain way, yes, you should. You should live holy and acceptable and perfect will of God in your life. That's what the Bible said. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. What? You've got to get a different mindset. Well, I just better go to that too since I'm uh, talking. So, okay, it says, uh, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, the Romans, the 12th chapter. I know you're familiar with it, but I want to bring it into your hearing. Romans, the 12th, 12th chapter, in uh, uh, the first verse, all right? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that ye present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. This is the reasonable thing to do, not 
uh, special because you live in holy. You're supposed to live holy. You are obligated to live holy. And then it says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to get a different mindset, not a church mindset, not a, a, a religious mindset, but get a mindset from Christ, from the, from the, from the conversion. You got to be what the Bible requires for you to be. See, all of us can live according to whatever denomination you hook on to because you hooked on to that denomination because it pleases the flesh. Most of the time, that's why you're there. It pleases the flesh. And since it pleases the flesh, then guess what? You hook on to it. Now, it said, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is good, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Brothers and sisters, we got to. We got to do it. We're living, we're coming in the, in, in the closing of this age. And, and because we're coming in, in the closing of the age, and like I say, people want to say, well, that Bible contradict itself. I haven't found none yet. What has happened now, what you have realized, uh, come on, you Bible scholars, you know that uh, Christ came for the blood sacrifice. So we don't have to do that. That's not a, that's not a, uh, um, uh, uh, contradicting. No, no, no. Even he said that those blood sacrifice didn't do nothing. It was leading them up to where, what took place on Calvary. So that the since the Bible said that, uh, as we were saying, uh, since he had said that, he also. Let us know that we should love God, everyone that is born of God. Why is the people that saying they are born of God is not showing forth the love? That's the problem. We worry about fighting against one another, uh, 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 trying to prove one another is wrong. If it, they may be wrong, but they are wrong according to who? If they are wrong according to you, yet you say, well, brother, well, I done heard you came on the radio and you said this. I sure have. You know why I said it? Because of the fact that I'm going according to my knowledge. I'm going according to what God helped enlighten me on. I truly believe that a man or woman have surrendered themselves, cannot overshadow the commandments of God. See, what the problem come at, and you don't have a problem with but two of them. You have the problem when they say, uh, uh, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Six days shall thy labor and do all 
thy work in the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou not a son, not a daughter, not a manservant, not a maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that within thy gate. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them, but rested the Sabbath day, meaning he didn't rest because he was tired. He ceased from his creation. Now, out of all that, listen, believers, out of all that, we scared of that. You know why? Because we, the Pharisees done uh, put a lot of this and that in there, okay? The Pharisees, uh, remember, God didn't say how long you can walk, how long you can walk a mile, and how long you can do this. That came from the Pharisees. It didn't say you couldn't pick up the sticks, you couldn't do this, and you couldn't do So all these strenuous things came from them and put peoples in bondage. God said, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Folks, if you got the commandment, if, if, listen to me. If you got the Holy Ghost, you should be living every day holy. Not just that one day. The Spirit of God should be in you. You say, but brother, where? You mean to tell me? Yes, I do. I, on the Sabbath, because I'm retired, I do not. I honor the Sabbath from Friday 6 p.m. to Saturday 6 p.m. Now, my, my brother, some of my brothers and sisters got a problem with that. Brother, well, it says sundown to sundown. Well, guess what? I can take you in other scriptures, and it says 12 hours in the day and 12 hours in the night. So what? You go ahead and do it according to the, the conviction that you got, and I'm going to be the conviction of what I do according to the word of God. That which I believe. It's not a big issue, uh, brothers and sisters. The issue coming when we are not winning souls. That's the problem. The devil getting us hung up on little bitty stuff that we should be over. We should be moving over. We should be doing this. I was uh, uh, saying that. Here's where the problem is. The problem is that we are not really giving ourselves to the Lord. Yes, we might be giving ourselves to the denomination. Yes, we might be going in the church and in a particular church and praying. And, and yes, we getting their concept. But how we seen the Bible concept. Now, the other one that they have a problem with is covetousness. You shouldn't cover your, your neighbors off, your neighbors on and on. Guess what? The church today is teaching you, oh, you need to get, you need to have, and you need to have this, and you need to have that. So the saints of God is dealing with more so than getting things, the pro, I'm blessed. They even put it on the car. I ain't paid for the car. Got car payments uh, so high they barely can uh, survive. 
But yet they are saying, oh, I'm blessed because I got this and because of that. Wait a minute, believers. How is it that we done got all away from the gospel? We are more concerned about things. We are not concerned about the gospel. How is it that your family members, you have not witnessed to them? I know they may not hear you because the Bible already said a prophet is not honored in his own home. We understand that. But how about you living the life? How about you being that example to know that they know that they can't do certain things because you don't approve of it? Listen to me. Listen to me. When my, before my mother passed and my father passed, there are certain things at first they bucked against me. Why do you say they bucked against I, I, Well, they believed in one thing, and I say Christ wasn't born in December 25th. So I cannot uh, honor that and call it his birthday. I can't do that. I say I know what the scriptures say when he was born. That's and 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 the wise men and the the uh, 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 shepherds wasn't at the uh, the birth at the same time, and I can't go along with that because the Bible tells me uh, in the first command, second commandment, that I shouldn't take, uh, I shouldn't make any graven image and do this. So. I can't go along with it. Well, guess what? They bucked against it for first time, second time maybe. Then they tried it on the third. They At the time, they tried it with the family. You know how they'll do. But guess what? They in turn say, one thing about my son, he stands on the Bible. They start telling their friend, if the Bible don't say it, he's not going to do it. That's what my testimony i didn't get all upset get all uptight let them know that you better do it with the way i no 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 i was a light the bible say let your light so shine other words you don't light a counter put it on uh, as we will say it you don't put it up uh, uh uh i mean up under the bed you put it on the candlestick on the candlestick that the light of the room. Some of you been saved for years and you got unsaved mates. Listen, you can't make that person be saved because the Bible teaches us in Corinthians, uh, the 11th chapter, what knows thou man whether you should save thy wife or whether you should save thy wife, you should save thy husband. But one thing about it, the Bible lets you know it'll draw, the word of God will draw them or uh, get them away. I do know that. The word of God will get them out of your life or it will draw them to you. When we surrender and obey God in spirit and in truth and quit trying to prove to this person this is right, that is wrong, this is wrong, and you're not living nothing yourself. You got to come back. It ain't about the church. And, and trust me, uh, believers, 
you got some messed up churches. You got some churches that going along with stuff that I can't even believe they're going along. That they dancing in the church and they call this a praising of the Lord. No, no, no. That ain't scripture, believer. The house of God should be ordained. Now, whether they're doing it, you say, well, brother, well, now you tell you condemn it. No, no, no. Listen, I just don't participate in it. Just as simple as that. If I see somebody doing something against the scripture, then I just don't go. That's just like that. That's Listen, I don't participate in that uh, thing. And there's so many other things that you're thinking that the pastor should know better. They got the Bible, and they will not obey the Bible. What you think a person going to obey you? No, no, no. If they ain't obeying the Bible that they're reading, they definitely ain't going to obey you. It takes the Spirit of God to convict and prick a heart. And if that book, now listen, that's what the Bible says, that uh, it said you need no man to teach you that he, the Holy Spirit, will teach you and lead you in all all things in in uh, first epistle of John. So if the Spirit of God can't teach them, trust me, believers, you can't do it neither. So what you need to do is live a life to show forth righteousness. I got to do, I got to live according to my conviction. And if I live according to my conviction, then guess what? God will bless somebody because they're going to see my life and have a mindset to do that which is right. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that you're doing. I ask you to bless your word that went forth, God, that caused someone to do those things that you have called them to do, that they will be that light that's walking in darkness. God, that somebody might go forth and cause them to be converted and follow righteousness. We thank you. I praise you. I ask you to deal with that sinner that you have been dealing with his heart. Let them know, God, that they can't uh, do anything but repent and believe on your name. And you will instruct them what to do. In the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you. I praise you, Lord. I praise you for this opportunity. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. We thank God. We thank God. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm thanking God for what God is doing. I'm thanking God for what he's going to do. Most of all, I'm thanking God for you that have tuned in and those of you that will tune in later. We understand other people's be doing things, but later on, they'll Tune in. So I thank God for you as well. But believers, I want to leave you. Let us be that witness. Let us get back to letting people see the light. All right? You can reach me at 404-293-7557. If I don't answer the phone, leave a message. I'll call you within 24 hours. And those of you, 
online or whatever, you can visit our website. And trust me, you will find uh, more information. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up forever.